Okay, we are recording. <laughs> okay, here it comes. Ooh, oh, I didn't like so here good. it comes. <laughs> I kind of hated here it comes. Uh, hello, folks, and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandracina, and my fun fact today is a little background into Phelan Moonflower, or I guess Ooh. now Phelan Glowfin. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that vomit was visceral. What the loud. fuck was that? So <laughs> Turn your mic down, my wife. That was no, no, I don't, I don't, wait, do I need to turn my mic down? Yes. You might honestly. It's yeah. it's yeah. Because somehow gotten louder. I think my individual cells heard that. Like in my body, every single one of them went, "What the fuck?" Okay. So Faye, as we know, comes from New Haven, obviously, but she comes from a family of bakers, and she studied herbal medicine in school. She has two loving mothers and a younger sister named Valsatra. And with me, I have our players. Oh, players. Hi, my name is, I almost said my name is July. Jeez, the immersion. Oh, we're the really diagram, getting into character. Method. The Venn diagram's becoming a circle. My name is Emmett. I play July Everglow, a light domain cleric, um, newly equipped with fireball and ready to use it at any given moment. And my July fun fact today is that July can play the guitar. No, she can't. Yes, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, I love this. That is world I am canceling your fun fact. Yeah, you can't play an instrument that. if you're not a bard. So yeah, only this is also my announcement that I'm multi-classing in bard. <laughs> no, no, she's like not particularly good at it. I think May had an old one, and July kind of messed around with it sometimes. So she probably only knows like four or five songs, and they're all like like tippert folk songs. But like she can play those songs pretty decently, and I think her singing voice is like. A six out of ten. I think it's like fine. Oh, not so terrible. Not great. Just like Just fine. Fine. I know. That's all I ever want from her is for her to be fine. Will she get it? I don't know. Mm. With with Alyssa? No way. Aww, cruising <laughs> on down <Macy. laughs> Hi, my name is Trinity, and I play Safria Farlake. My fun fact this week is that Safria's favorite smell is jasmine, like the flower that I, Trinity, am allergic to. So, oh. <laughs> so true. Trying to, trying to keep those circles apart, huh? Trying to pull them apart. Yeah. Listen, things I'm also allergic to. French fries. Really? The whooping cough vaccine. And <laughs> <laughs> Zoloft. <laughs> this is just a green blunt rotation. <laughs> This is your allergies are a dream blunt rotation, Jasmine. <laughs> she already docks themselves in the podcast. Now they're like, I'm actually not that allergic to potatoes anymore because I ate so much of them to get over the allergy. Um, because <laughs> I thought that the potato sweats were something that everybody got, which is after you eat potatoes, you just get like your throat like closes a little bit and you get very sweaty. Which I one day told my mom, don't you hate it when you eat potatoes and you start to get all sweaty and your throat closes, like the potato sweat. And she went, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, fan name. Fan name, the potato sweat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my. God. <laughs> I was so sick. For like the first 14 years of my life, I was like, this is normal. <laughs> I, I, like, I love french fries, but I hate the way they make me feel. <laughs> and everybody was like, yeah, we're feeling the same feeling. Oh my <laughs> God. I, just, I, I was like, 
This is a part of life. You eat potatoes and your throat closes a little. <laughs> I can't breathe. I have to oh, go here it comes here. again, the potato sweat. Well, and then one time on, because I'm allergic to Zoloft as well, and they tried to switch me from Lexapro to Zoloft, and I was on a D&D Zoom call with Emmett, and my throat was closing from the Zoloft, but I didn't want to interrupt the session, so I just sat here for like three hours Trinity. on my throat. I do not remember this. Was this? But I like... didn't say anything about it. I got off the phone. <laughs> was this like the saffron area? Yeah. Oh my! You did not tell me about that. No, I didn't. I just quietly I... sat there. Oh my there. god! Jesus Christ! I'm not gonna judge Trent. I would probably do the same. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just. Go. I'm gonna put this out there right fucking now. If you're having a life or death emergency, or if you feel <laughs> ever so slightly uncomfortable, please say something. It's okay. Yeah, I'll stop the recording. Would. Here's the thing. This is a podcast full of kind and good, but ultimately chaotic, spineless, like, cowboys is what I would <laughs> yeah. say this this podcast is made up of. Like, because we're all, like, there's, like, Trinity and I, I think, make up one half of this podcast where we're like, haha, like, we're going to set everything on fire. And then, like, the sl- like somebody breathing on us wrong in role play will, like, make us start bawling. And then Alyssa and Julian, who are, like, very, like, lawful good. But what unites us all is that we would never, ever, ever try to inconvenience anyone on purpose, and we'd rather die before doing so. Yeah. Hi, my name is Julian. I go by they, them pronouns, and I play Victor Event. And Victor's fun fact of the week is that despite the fact that I forget it a lot, he has a pipe. And... Victor does not smoke out of this pipe. It's actually his arcane focus. So every time he does cool magic, it comes out of the pipe. And I, ne- I, and I always forget to narrate that. Do bubbles come out of it? Like okay. a little bubble pipe? I, I don't think it's specifically bubbles. I think it's more like that, that cool cabras, pink mist stuff. Yeah! Oh, very sexy of you. So, last we left off in the land of Laskia, our players finally arrived in Kisa. They were met with the captain of the guard, Captain Lucasta Mountain Peak, who said that Kisa was on lockdown to minimize the fallout from the mines. They ended up magicking their way onto the guest list, at which point they parted ways from Mouse. Victor notices some missing person posters underneath the sheer amount of wedding decor. They are older and regarding a young woman by the name of Eleanor Bexley, who they recognize from the files of Dr. Zarai's experiments. They settle in at the Lucky Lantern Inn and Tavern. July and Safria spar. Victor gets threatened by his patron, and they rest. Safria heads over to the ritzy Tricky Traveler in disguise to scope out all the rich people here for the wedding, and finds none other than music and her own family. And that is where we are now. Before we head back to the Tricky Traveler, let's resolve what's happening back at the Lucky Lantern. Victor and July, what are you up to at the moment? July isn't doing anything specific because she's already like prepared her spells for the day. That's me having already picked them out. But if Victor has come up with a cover story for like who they are and how they all know each other and like what their fake names are, July is rehearsing that like she's got the eighth grade play tomorrow. (laughs) I think, yeah, I think, (laughs) I really think they'd be like rehearsing their story and what's going on. And especially uh, July's disguise, they're going to need one. Exactly. And July's like, okay, so how did I lose my eye this time? Or do I have both of them? Because I can make them look normal. 
Let me see. And I take my eye patch off and then I make them look like casino, like slot machines where there's like numbers going across them. And then I make them <laughs> so like, look like cartoons or like, it looks like, like, like her pupils are hearts and I make it look like all this weird shit. And then I just make them look like two normal, like brown eyes. And I'm like, or I can just do this. I think this is preferable. But the other thing was cool too. Thank you. And I try. how, how long do you think you can keep this up? It's thaumaturgy. So I can do it for like, it'll last a minute and I can do it. I talked to Alyssa about this. She's been doing it a lot. Like she did it a lot when she was a kid. So she's pretty good at just like having it running under whatever she's doing. So it can last hypothetically forever. Like if there's a disguised self cast on her, that will go away after however long, but her eyes can look however for as long as, as long as she's not unconscious, I guess. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty important in regards to magic. But when you say you can like do it indefinitely, Victor gives you a smile and he pulls out his little notebook and he, he opens it up and he starts reading to you. Okay, Alyssa, can I spoil my character now? Yeah, like, absolutely. Not my character, my, my thing. Or would you rather like have it as a surprise and I'll just text him it? No, you can you can talk about it. That's totally fine. What is going on? Victor uh, starts reading to you. He says, we are going to be linguist apprentices. My name is going to be Gavry. I will look like a half-orc, okay? A half-orc? A half-orc. We're going to set you up with something. But basically, our master or professor is going to be a cleric of Sela and we were sent here to record the wedding. You're going to be the newest apprentice okay. who is not very yet aware of languages. Okay. And so I, Gavri, will be here to chaperone you. Okay. Did you pick a fake name for me? Do you want to pick a na- fake name for yourself? I don't want to pick. I want, give me a fake name. <laughs> okay. Uh, you you did the thing. You did like, oh, give me a name. And I don't know what names are. Fantasy names. <laughs> ha, you've been DM'd. <laughs> I have been DM'd. <laughs> you could do something playing off the months if you wanted to, like in instead of July. Oh, oh my God, it could be like April. 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 Yes, <gasps> yes, okay. My name is April and yeah. my last name can be... Okay, I just I- thought of something. How often... You know how uh, Egyptian pharaohs were named after gods yeah okay slay i didn't know that if oh yeah they they were there's also pretty cool ancient egyptian gossip that i shouldn't get into like right now because it's gonna take a lot of time patreon but, backdoor content yeah <laughs> uh, sign up to patreon so i can talk for half an hour about ancient egyptian gossip so cool so like if our master if our professor were a very important cleric of Zella. They would be called like Zellari or something, and we'd take in their last name so we can like take up the the role after. Is that a thing? Could we do that? You know what? I want it to be a thing. So absolutely, Thank your you, ideas Dad. are so cool. Please do. Yay! Thank Yay! So thanks, much. Dad. <laughs> we can go for ice cream after the soccer game. Okay. <laughs> Continue. No, I love that. I say, am I going to, like, look like, can I, like, look like a halfling or something? Or am I just going to look like a human, but, like, wear different clothes? Halfling fucker. Well. Your halfling fetish is showing. You're done. (laughs) 
Uh, Row for Rainbow ends because Emmett kills uh, Trin. Literally, that is how it will end. <laughs> yeah. God. This podcast uh, doesn't end until one of us dies. <laughs> real. I'm like 93. My children put me at home and I'm like, ah, July. <laughs> We're all ancient and still playing last year. We, like, don't want to play different characters, so our characters are just at, like, level 40. Like, we just keep making up new things to give them. Oh we God. let them multi- We let them get to level 20 in every single class. That actually sounds so hard. Like, we should do, we should do like, every single class doubled. God. <laughs> yeah. You could look like a halfling if you wanted to. I'm not going to force you to look like anything, but whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, I don't mind looking like something else if it's for the sake of the mission. But I know that like the most distinguishing thing about me is probably like my eye patch. So now that I'm not going to be wearing that, I'm just going to kind of look like a human. But also it's that thing of like, it's that thing of like, I don't know if we don't want music in Phelan to like recognize us or if we don't really care because we don't think they'll rat us out. I also don't totally know how made I am. I don't know if the feds in, or I don't know if the cops in the town where we killed those people, (laughs) um, I don't know if they know my name or if they just know what I look like. Okay, we're going to go halfway then. Yeah, I will will clarify. Um, Since leaving Orlin, you have not seen anything regarding your like face or anything like we're looking for these perpetrators um you think it might have been strictly isolated to orlin or the new captain is kind of trying to keep those things under wraps like not explicitly looking for you in public like having a bounty out for you but it might be more of a private investigation you're not really sure all right that does still make things easier okay so then i guess i'm not really worried about like being made or people knowing my name okay i basically look at victor and i'm like if you, if it's not a waste of your resources, I could be like an Aladrin, right? I could look like, I could look like Safria. Yeah, <laughs> if you wanted to. I don't want to look like Safria. Or I could be, or I could be a half elf, or I could be like a, like a, like a full elf. Yeah, it's it's really cool, isn't it? Oh, Oh my god, <laughs> genuinely, I'm like so excited. Okay, I don't want to pick, I don't want to pick what I'm going to be, but I do want to be something else. I'm going to roll on the reincarnation table until I get a race that is my size. Okay, yeah, I think most of these are easy. Okay, let's go. That's a 93. Holy shit. That's a fucking human. I don't want to be a human. <laughs> no, roll again. That, that, no, I'm going to roll until I don't get a human. 42. Oh, that's a wood elf. <gasps> Cute. Wood elf or medium. I mean, that was basically, now I'm just drawing July as a wood elf because I think it would slay, but I want her to be like really tall. <laughs> but in her mind, really tall is like 5'10". <laughs> oh my God. You, no, 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 no. You should make it so that, hold on, hold on. You should make it so that your, your disguised self is taller than Safria. Because she's How the tall tallest. She's like six foot. You can just be one foot taller or shorter, according to the rules, unless father says otherwise, and then I have no feet. Well, if I can be a foot taller, I can be as tall as six foot six. Go for it. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Go for it. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be six two. 
<laughs> yes, that's literally the the measure that I had in my brain was like, oh, you should go for like six two, just enough. July's to gonna hit her head on so many doorways. Drawing July with elf ears feels like a crime. Her nose is gonna be all pointy too. This shit's crazy. Does your nose change? I'm just giving her a pointy nose because in my brain, all elves have pointy noses, just like okay. Rudolph would have wanted. <laughs> pointy? What? Pointy? That's not that is not what Rudolph stood for. <laughs> Rudolph has a round red nose. Truly. No, not Rudolph. I'm talking about his elf buddies. His chums. He was only friends with Hermie the gay dentist. Oh my god. The pill. gay dentist? He what? look at him. <laughs> I saw him. You, the song I him. saw the little claymation man. I yes. know. Okay, but also oh the song they sing about being different is an is a metaphor for being queer. We may be different from the rest. Who decides the test no, of what no. is really best? <laughs> have you guys seen a year that Santa Claus is important? Yes. Of yes. course. I, I wanna fuck that clay woman. <laughs> the one that sings in the fountain <laughs> when she like takes down her head. No! Yes! No! <laughs> I know! I have a mind! I love that's the best Christmas movie ever made. I love that fucking movie and I wanna fuck this. Sh- that's my letterbox review of that movie. I wanna fuck this shit out of that clay woman. <laughs> We're talking about a train wants to fuck a claymation Mrs. Claus. I don't claymation I don't know what's Mrs. going Claus. on. Yeah, yeah, but it's before she marries him. She's the yeah, teacher. so she's like young and supple. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> how, how do yes! I unlearn English? How do I un? <laughs> how do I unhear that? She's so hot though. No, <laughs> no, no. Oh, fuck you. Hold on. <laughs> no, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna no pull up fucking. Pictures? Stop fucking. Hot claymation Santa Claus. Wait, a no. Without Mrs. Claus a- is not hot. We cannot convince me of this. No, she, she's, she's young. She's she's, she's young. Cute. Wait, young. She's young and supple. Young. <laughs> no. Young. As Trin says, Trin literally this said is, it. It's terrible. This is the worst Zencaster I've ever been in. This I want out. This is so attractive. This no. clay woman is so Yes, when she takes her hair down and she's singing into the fountain about how she thinks that, like, Nick might be able to, like, bring joy and hope to the town. You yeah, get it, Emmett. You fucking get yeah. it. Yeah, Trin, Trin and I are predator shaking through, predator handshaking through the Zencaster right now. The claymation characters on that barely look like a person. They have the silhouette of a human being, and that is that it. Is the best, that is one of the best movies ever made, and you're objectively Trin, wrong. You- uh, no, they're good movies. I'm not saying they're bad ones. I'm saying you shouldn't want to fuck Mrs. Claus. I, well, I do, so lock me up, officer. We need to circle back to how Trinity said that. Ru- what Trinity should really be arrested for is that she said that Rudolph wanted all the elves to have pointy noses. Because he was friends with Hermie. The gay dentist. <laughs> Trinity, would you fuck other mother? Without question. What the fuck? Other <laughs> mother is absolutely not fuckable. Other mother knows how to eat it out. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> what? what? Listen. What? Other father is not like. It's not like. Oh, he's so fuckable. He's a good husband. That's True. What but but other mother knows how to lay it down. Eggs, right? Because she's like a spider. Like this is. Mm, you know, <laughs> like. Mm, I 
I recently <laughs> I recently rewatched Gravity Falls. Like I just finished it yesterday. And um I would just like to share that the Bill Cipher is kind of a piece of ass. No, that's the worst thing. That bitch is a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you well, want to fuck a triangle? Consider that. It would be so good. <laughs> if you cut any of this out, I'm gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> no, I'm gonna edit this one. Back to the oh podcast God. that we filmed. Please, can we return to the podcast? Why would we? Because so- <laughs> I have plans. <gasps> the girl from that book of life. You know what I'm saying? You guys watch Book of Life? Yep. Yes. The the one with yes. the big the big brimmed hat. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's a fun thing. She knows what she does. She knows what me she's doing. and me a romantic asexual. That's a fuckable claim. Just lay down. It looks like get your head out of your hands. <laughs> this is not the worst conversation we've had. But tweet how much you want to fuck cartoon characters on the podcast. Eliora will not save you from this Zencaster. <laughs> Julian are du- and I, I'm done fucking around with Julian's then. So Trinity can meet her okay. parents. Okay. Well, what I was going to say is if you, <laughs> as, you sort, as this conversation comes to a close, uh, you guys hear a knock at your door. I go open it up. You see Danielle Bexley holding some papers and she was like, hi, uh, is everyone like proper now and like dressed and, and whatnot? July's like looking through a magazine of of like elf models, like trying to pick which one she wants to look like. It's Safria's magazine. Yeah, it's oh Safria's God. vintage elf porno magazine. You get it. <laughs> yeah, we're we were just talking about later plans, but we're pretty free. Great. Uh, I was wondering if you you had uh, the time to talk about taking up the case. Uh, hopefully, uh, my my husband's downstairs. We can we can discuss in the main dining hall if that's okay. I can make tea. Um, will your associate be joining or? No, I'm no. just okay. I'm still in training. I I don't. I'm looking at Victor like I don't get to work on the big cases yet. Yep, they're learning slowly. They're learning and they're doing a great job. Congratulations, uh, sweetie. Keep your study up. Thank you. Congratulations. Obviously holding like a, an elf, like a a magazine with scantily clad elves on it. I'll get back to studying. (laughs) Victor is looking like kind of apologetic. (laughs) Yeah, that's what we got for today. Right. Uh, I will, I will see you downstairs in a moment then. Uh, and, and she leaves you be and, and heads downstairs if you're not going to follow her. Uh, we said we didn't bring any of the documents, right? So I think, I think, uh, Victor is just going to take like something to write on. Yeah. Great. You, you get like a, a notepad and like a quill or whatever, and yeah. you, you head downstairs. Edward and Danielle are, are sitting at the table in the main room. You see Danielle has spread out a few papers laid out on the front table uh you notice immediately one of them is a small pocket portrait elegantly done and honestly eleanor if that is her which you assume it to be she's the spitting image of her father with pale lilac skin and short cropped hair you can see that she's grinning holding a younger looking baxter in her lap uh and the rest seems like handwritten letters of some kind uh bound together with twine this is gonna literally make me sick i hate you so much i love you too 
so you can you can take a seat at this table and you see Danielle immediately goes into like this sort of spiel of like my baby would never hurt a fly Mr. Event she's a good girl why anyone would want to hurt her I will never understand god damn it could you explain to me what happened in detail so I can write it down my little girl didn't didn't come home one one day I don't she she gave no inclination that she was leaving she didn't say anything and usually she does you know she's the kind of girl to like give give some heads up when she's heading out for the evening if she's heading out for the evening at all you understand she's more of a an introverted type of girl she doesn't really go out on the town <laughs> uh, going to parties and, and, and whatnot and she slides over the twine notes or letters and she says these are this is her her diary that she kept i hate i hate going through her things but it, it felt only necessary um and i did it after a, a week she'd been missing i think something went wrong with someone she was talking to uh julian i'm gonna send you uh a doc oh god this is fucked up oh god it's a list of the important diary entries obviously there are more than that uh more than the seven that you have there but you can read what you feel read aloud what you feel pertinent you see edward as danielle is talking he looks a little upset he's like that poric bastard was never was never any good for her and why she continued to go back to him i will never understand I told her to stay away from him because he he seemed like bad news. I wasn't trying to be I wasn't trying to be, you know, the asshole father, you know, you know how it is. I'm not I'm not like that. She can see whoever she pleases. I just think he I don't know. He didn't treat her the way I would expect someone to treat my daughter, if that makes sense. Of course it does. Your father and your worried. That's perfectly nice. And he like writes down Porik. I'm going to find a kid. Let me let me just read through real quick. Is it really disrespectful disrespectful if I make voices to read a dead girl's diary <laughs> to Depends on a how lot bad of people they are. in the podcast? It's not going to be bad. It's just not going to be I can do it to my Flint accent if you want. Uh. No. <laughs> okay. Dear diary, I think I love him. There, I said it. I had to put it somewhere. Papa would freak out if they heard me talking like this at only 34. I love <laughs> elves. But Perks... But Parks really swept me off my feet. He managed to catch me while I was running errands at the market today and gifted me with a fine necklace, finer than my family has ever been able to afford. I told him that he can't simply buy my affections, but he shrugged and said, and I quote, You're a beautiful girl. Beautiful girls deserve things. I've never felt so charmed. I hate (laughs) Parks. Oh my god. Dear Diary, I managed to sneak out of the house last night. I know it's it's foolish, and I'm sure Mama would have let me go if I had just asked her. I couldn't risk her taking Papa's side and saying no. I think Baxter is even on their side, seeing as he nearly tripped me on the way out. Stupid, lovable Baxter. Porek invited me to another one of his surprises, this time on a trail near the base of the mountain range. He led me to a small wildflower clearing when I haven't, when I hadn't even known existed, and kissed me under the stars. We lay there for hours after, pointing out the shapes in the stars, laughing at the stories we'd create out of them. I swore I could see a dove made out of the twinkling little lights. Dario had to be smiling down on us. I know it. Dude, this girl did not listen to a white woman murder podcast. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> no, she did not. 
Like she, she certainly did not listen to the mukbang true crime podcast. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Diary? Should I tell him? I haven't even told Papa or Mama or Baxter. But Porik's so kind, and it feels foolish to be lying to him like this. Is no. it lying if he hasn't asked? But what reason would, would he have to ask? Love isn't meant to be this hard, Diary. Girl, oh my god, she girl, told him? She girl, told him that she can do magic Wait, sorry, wait, he told her what? He told him that she can do magic, so he oh, ran bitch. Out. Yeah, he, he totally sold her off. I'm oh, gonna cut bitch. his dick out. This is, just like, <laughs> this is just like in Bridgerton, guys. Yeah, this is totally Bridgerton. Uh, I'm gonna add a horrible British accent to this. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Diary, I invited Porik to meet my parents, and that ended in absolute disaster. I told him to be on his best behavior because Papa would be very critical of him. He said he'd be good. Apparently, being good to him means complaining about the cloakkeepers and how terrible they are as bosses for hours. Papa ended up wearing his creepy customer service grin the whole night. The one he gets when a customer complains about Mama's cooking. Mama didn't seem to mind, but Mama just likes seeing me happy. Parik was nice to Baxter, though, which I hope earned him a few bonus points. Okay, I'm not going to chop his stick out just half of it because he was nice to Baxter. <laughs> He's nice to the cat. Yeah, he was nice to the cat. He gets to keep half of his, of his dick. Entry five. Dear Diary, Parik asked me to elope with him. He said he, he couldn't imagine a world without me in it and asked me to elope with him to run and run away to Roseburg. We all know that a marriage with Porik would never settle well with my parents. They don't trust him, though I can't fathom why. If anyone has a reason to be wary of others, it's me... Oh yeah, girl, just especially this guy. I couldn't accept his proposal, and I asked him to give me one more month. He didn't push, but I could tell he was upset. How do I tell him I love him, but I can't marry him? How do I tell him that I still have a whole life to live? I guess I have a month to figure that out. Entry 6. Diary, I think I've ruined everything. I showed him everything last night. He asked if he was sure he could marry someone like me, with all I am. He didn't have an answer, Gary. He said nothing at all and left to give himself some space. What does that even mean? How can you need space when the woman you love is at her most vulnerable? How could you abandon her? Silence has never felt so loud, Diary. The last one. Diary, I finally work up the courage to stop by his stall at the market. When I approached him, he acted like he didn't know me, said he'd never seen me before in his life. And that, if I knew what was best for me, I'd leave him alone. I should have married him when I had the chance. Why didn't I marry him when I had the chance? Okay, I'm gonna murder him. Okay, I had two big questions. Yeah, absolutely. Victor is gonna read through all that that I read to everyone. And he's gonna look back at Eleanor's parents. And he's gonna say, has she acted any different besides the boyfriend thing before she went missing did her behavior change anyway at all no she was she was perfectly reasonable and saying you hear danielle saying this she's like she she did her her shifts uh, at work as slow as it was she was always patient with us uh she tended to to her petunias out back i mean oh 
she was perfectly normal except for apparently sneaking out without us finding out and wanting to to marry a boy she'd met only a year ago a year is kind of a long time they're elves it's not a long time and the other thing when is the last entry on the diary that is the last entry in this diary the the seventh one is the last one in the diary and that one is just a week before the files started and probably about a week before um she went missing like people noticed she was missing victor would ask just to write it down but i have it like here so it's okay just want to put it out there that my character knows he'll look back at eleanor's parents and say well if this pork boy was the last person she talked to he might know something Do you know where he lives? Edward speaks up. He says, I don't know where he lives, but I do know where he works. And he works in the mines and all miners report to the glow keepers. I've tried to intercept him, so to speak, just to just to talk to him, to be like, what the hell have you done with my daughter? Since, you know, that is the only name we have. He said he knew nothing of her. Had never met her. Had never seen her. I, I do, why? I don't understand. Okay. I will go talk to Pork. See if I can get anything. And as soon as I have more news, I'll report. Can I come with? Please. Papa. Sure. <laughs> hey, you can't you don't have to ask me. You have to talk to Victor. Victor, can I be your muscle? Yeah. Can I be sure. Your muscle. Your bodyguard. Yeah. Uh you see you see Danielle nods and she's like, "Yeah, hopefully you will get something more than than we have. I mean, you you're the professional and whatnot and we're just her parents, but you did your best. Why you could And that's already good enough. Thank you. If you happen to find something, do do keep us posted. We'll be here. Of course. Thank you for the opportunity. And he like closes his notebook a little bit and excuses himself and goes call July to be his muscle because I'm certainly gonna beat up that kid. July has decided on the elf that she wants and she's like holding it up and Victor gets back. I want to know. Oh, you look like mad. Is everything okay? I am mad. What happened? You know when, like, he closes the door behind him and, like, approaches to go talk to July, like, kind of privately? You know when we got here and Danielle wanted to talk to me about something? Yeah, about her dead daughter. Yeah. They don't know she's dead yet. Right. And I don't have the means to prove it right now. And I'm also kind of interested on how she went missing in the first place. Do you remember Countess Madalena? Yes. I think it would be difficult to forget her. Exactly. Do you remember who sold out Countess Madalena? Her husband, right? Exactly. Eleanor had a boyfriend. Oh. And she has not specified of the things that happened to her. And her parents don't know. But this boyfriend does. Well, lucky for us. I stalked Zone of Truth today. We're very lucky. I have something a little bit different in mind just okay which is what we find him we get him to confess to us we drag him back and then we son of truth him in front of them are your sh- but we don't know It's if not- her parents are like cool with magic right did they like do they know that she was magic apparently not right so they might kill us if i did that in front of them right Well, we, we have been doing that in front of basically everyone we met right now. I didn't think that's going to be a problem like now. But you don't have to if you're not comfortable with it. We could just take out information in the good old way. I'm not against that. 
I mean, you could just ask them, right? If they are fine with magic or not. Well, I think... Let's go ask Porik first. I want to beat someone up. Or you want to watch me beat someone up? We can do it together. Okay, yay, bonding. Let's do it. <laughs> yay! Okay, great. So you guys are, are heading off to the to the Glowkeeper reporting area? Yep. Okay, great. So we will leave you for the moment as you're going there. We'll head back to Safria. Uh, so you've just clocked Music Glowkeeper celebrating herself, it seems, and your family having breakfast together. As that happens, a waitress, your waitress, a sparrow Aarakocra, leans down carrying a tray of assorted wines, liquors, and cigars. She says, hello, and welcome to the Tricky Traveler. My name is Eurus, and I will be your server this morning. Can I start you off with something to drink? We have a vast selection of fine liquors and spirits, as well as the finest cigars this side of Laskia. If you're looking for recommendations based on pairing, I'd highly recommend one of our medium-bodied reds with one of these Feronian cigars, or one of our oak wines combined with a Rosbergian cigar blend. I see what's happening here, and I'm upset. So I lean my hands kind of forward on the table in a way that kind of the shirt gets a little unbuttoned. And I'm like, well, Eurus, how about you just bring me your favorites? Do not fuck the waitress. I do what I want, bitch. You you watch like the feathers near her neck sort of like ruffle. The small like chirping sound comes out of her ah! mouth and she says, I, I, yes, absolutely. Uh, I personally uh, am fond of uh, this oaked wine and you see um, it looks like a, a New Haven brewery. So you see she gives you that and one of the more pricier cigar blends from Rosberg and she slides Ooh. that to you. All right. And and you watch her as she sort of like leans a little closer, and she says, um, "Our special for today, if you're if you're curious, in addition to our regular menu, uh, is our lobster frittata made with six eggs, zucchini, mushrooms, lobster, and organic caviar imported from Tippert, as well as our house blend of herbs and spices, served with a side of golden brown palm frit. Uh, is it something you'd be interested in ordering today, or is there perhaps something else I could help you with today? Shit, I'm not good at this. Okay, wait." <laughs> Because she leaned in. I kind of lean in a little bit, too. And I'm just kind of like, well, if you recommend it. I do. I do. Uh, I'll put in a note to the chef right away. You're about to fuck this bird. In front of your mother, you're going to fuck this bird. Yep. I, I light. Oh, fuck. I can't do magic. Damn it. I want to do a sexy thing. <laughs> I was going to say I light the cigar with my finger, but I can't do that. Oh, so Well, that is cute. You can do it discreetly if you want. Yeah, I'm going to do it discreetly. But I am going to. Take an unnecessarily long drag off the cigar of the cigar while staring at her. She winks back at you and heads back to where, what you assume is the kitchen. Leaves you alone with your white wine and cigar. I'm drinking my wine and I'm kind of I'm staring at. Am I disguised enough where my parents don't really recognize me unless maybe they like looked super hard? Yeah, I'd say so because you okay. made a point to disguise yourself. So right. from a distance, so you're not going to be recognized. If you're up close and talking to them, they will recognize you. Right. I'm kind of just staring at their table. Can I like perceive, listen their conversation, see like what kind of they're talking about? Because I want to like focus my attention on paying attention to them. Absolutely. Make a perception check. That's a an eight. I mean, sorry, eighteen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's very different. I have a plus eight. That's why my brain did that. Ah, I see. You're looking over and you're trying to, like, what are they talking about? Because they are, like, having a conversation. And you you are a distance away, so you can't quite hear the full conversation. But you hear distinctly Gabriel's voice being like, D- 
do you, do you think we'll see Safi here, or do you oh, think maybe? Fuck. And he continues. He's like, look, I know I know we're not supposed to talk about her, but like I just was wondering if you think we'll see see her there, and and if if she got invited. Your father is like Gabriel Farlake. We're not bringing her here. We're not talking about her here. The Farlake name is not going to be stained with Safria. Do I make myself clear? And, and you Ooh, see... Everybody's parents are dying today! Oh, God! And you see Gabe thoroughly chastises, sort of bows his head down and nods. And your your mother kind of butts in and, and she's to change the... Not to change the topic, but to get it to, to something more reminiscent. She's like, I can't believe we were... We originally had plans to, like, set her up with Miss Glowkeeper uh, before everything changed. And, and and now music is marrying far, far below her station. I mean, I'm shocked Lucarius and Emil even approved it, in all honesty. But Wait, I was supposed to get an arranged marriage with music, is what I'm hearing? That's essentially what you're hearing. This is news to you. Okay. Wait, Safri was going to marry music? Yeah. Whoa! Okay, okay, okay. Uh, she says, I'm I'm shocked Lucarius and Emil even approved of it, in all honesty. But I suppose a young, homegrown lady like Fei Lin provides a good image. A down-to-earth family capable of taking care of the average man. Because they met, they met Fei Lin. Yeah, they've met Fei Lin. They, they know Fei Lin. Yeah. Yeah, you're not really sure. You never heard about this, but you know that your family used to be well-to-do used to be more well-to-do than they are now. It's possible yeah. this was, like, a scheme to, like, get you back in, in the swing of things. Question. Okay. Sorry, Safria, did your parents know you and Faylin were dating? Yeah. I assume I, like, brought her around. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Like, we were, like, a thing for, like, a couple years. I mean, Faylin knew your family well enough to ask after Gabe to ask how he was and said, man, I miss that kid. Yeah, we were, like, a thing for, like, a couple years, and it was, like, a serious relationship. So, like, I assumed, like, I think Safria thought she was going to marry Faye kind of thing. So, like, like they definitely, she had definitely, like, been over for, like, dinners and shit, like, all the time. Oh, for sure. Fuck! And yet, that, that's, that's the extent of what you hear besides, like, general small talk. You notice uh, your older brother, Zariel, is, is shockingly quiet he doesn't really say much in regards to you or or anything regarding the topic of you despite how vocal he had been before you left because so. i know he doesn't like me very much right you got the sense that he was definitely pissed at you for the stuff you're doing and especially for going back out into the world supposedly on cult things yeah fuck how is my sister reacting to that reacting to what in particular the the marriage thing or just the conversation in general the conversation of like we are not going to sp- solely her name because i says because um because agatha and i were pretty close so agatha and you were pretty close uh you see there's conflict on her face because make an insight check on your sister 14 14 yeah you definitely get the sense she's conflicted because she loved you so dearly and you were the best best of friends because you two if i'm not mistaken are the closest in age yeah. She, you know, you two kind of did everything together. She was sort of your wing woman when you met Fei Lin. Like you you were close. Uh and now 
there's been years sort of of distance because of what you did with the warriors she doesn't know how to feel about you anymore how to how to sort of put together the the past of oh my my loving sister and the the monsters she ran with later fuck can i do i have the sense do i think she would betray me now or do i think i or do i think she has my back you don't know with that 14 you don't know oh i want to talk to her you know how your sister was. You know how your sister was. You don't know what how she would say no. Mm-mm. Girly Bob, report back to home base. Bad news. It's going to be bad news. I want to talk to Gabe. You want to talk to Gabe? Okay. I'm going to message, message Gabe. He's a snitch. No, he's not. I can, I can, I can, pink, I can make a pinky swear. Or no, wait, should I talk to Agatha or should I talk to Gabe? I'm talking to one of them. Make choice. Roll for it. Okay. Odds, Agatha, evens, Gabe. And it's a 10. I rolled Gabe twice. I'm gonna I'm gonna message Cantrip Gabe and tell him go to the men's bathroom, go to the men's bathroom and be chill about it. <laughs> like, and he can. It's my voice in the message. Yes, absolutely. You watch Gabe still go very like rigid and looks at his mother and says, "Mom, I gotta pee." Oh. Uh, she's like, "Okay, sweetie, do you want me to to take you, or do you want your father to take you?" He's like, "No, I I got it, I got it." It's just right over there, and you watch him get up, and he's looking around. You can tell he's trying to be stealthy about it, but sort of failing miserably, like trying to look around and be like, where are you? Okay, and I'm going to wait a beat Mm -hmm. until I'm not doing anything, take my wine, and I'm going to go to the the men's bathroom. Take your wine to the men's bathroom? All right, sure. Absolutely. Do you take your cigar, too? Actually, no. I'll take my cigar, not my wine, because I feel like if I leave the wine on the table, it's like I'm coming back. I can't yes. leave a cigar on a table. I'm taking my cigar. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you get in the men's bathroom and you see... Where are the odds here? Yeah, you see that it's just Gabe sitting there waiting. And as soon as he sees you walk in, you you see shock there first. You get the sense that he might have been prepared to like never see you again once you left. Aww. Even though you're like, I'll be back. There might have been something that your parents were like, don't count on it. And he immediately runs to you and is short enough that he like wraps his uh, arms around like your thighs. And he's like, Safi! Oh, fuck. You're here. How are you here? Why are you here? Mom's gonna, dad's gonna kill you. No, why are you so bad? I'm so buddy you got to be so serious i'm so serious with you right now 100 percent. you can't tell this is a secret between us you can't tell anyone you see tears are, are coming in his eyes he's like i i don't understand why there are so many secrets and so many things we can't talk about like i was told not to talk about you why am i told not to talk about you i know you did bad things but i don't understand i i, I don't know you gotta take that one gotta take that one up with mom that's not my business but you just said I can't take it up with mom because if I no, ask you the question, tell- then she's going to wonder no. why. No, you can like, you can ask about me, but don't tell mom that I'm here or dad. I'm- don't tell anyone that I'm here. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Why are you here? Did you get invited to the wedding? God, no, I didn't get invited to the wedding, but I'm at, going to be at the wedding. I take a drag off my cigar. How are you, how are you going to be at the wedding if you weren't invited? And why weren't you invited? You're like Faye's best friend yeah i just there was uh two because people had to come you know it's his last wedding there's no (laughs) 
There's flaking people. Don't throw people at Gabriel. Don't bring people into this mess. Okay. Yeah, don't bring people into yours. <laughs> Gabe's like, we not- have a grandfather. No, Phelan does. There's there there was too many people that she wanted to invite. So I didn't get invited, but it's okay because I have two friends who got invited and I'm going with them. Are they, you see, no, he starts no, a question. No. And like, he starts doesn't it and I know it. the answer. Oh, okay. So you're not No, you would with... really like them, actually. Can I meet them? Yeah. I don't see why not. I mean, yeah. I, okay. I'm I mean, you probably nice. not right now because I think if you disappeared with in the middle of breakfast, I think mom and dad would be really mad. So don't do that yeah yeah i just wanted to let you know that i'm here i didn't permanently leave i just took a little trip with some friends i'm not are you gonna come back soon yeah i think so we have some business in new haven my brain was trying to say newport we have some business Mm -hmm. in new haven that we'll take care of and you know we can spend some time together while i'm there but, I mean, I've made some really cool friends, and we're doing fun stuff together. Okay. As long as it's not with... No. Kalan. Kalan, was... Kalan no, didn't treat you very nice. Don't repeat this. Fuck that guy. I know not to say the F word. I'm not stupid, Safi. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Take another hit off my cigarette. My that cigar. smells really bad. Can you can't we... say anything about it. Oh, if you smell like cigar smoke, it's going to be so bad. Oh my god, it's going to be so bad. I start putting it out. <laughs> He gets the soap at the sink and starts like washing his hands. Yeah, just to just to like maybe the perfume of that will like fix right, it. right, right. And he's like, I, you know, mom and dad are really mad at you, right? Like, really, really mad at you. I mean, I hope to talk to them before we all leave. If you're gonna talk to them, why can't I say anything? This is confusing. No, you can't say anything because I have to talk to them on my own terms. Because if imagine. If you found out, if you were mom and dad, and you found out that they got to hang out with me before you could, you'd be upset. I just don't want them to feel left out. I, okay, I mean, it is really fun hanging out with you, even if it is in a fancy restaurant bathroom. All right, kid, you gotta head back. It's been five minutes. Mom and dad are gonna think you ruptured something if you stay in here. (laughs) <laughs> he laughs there's still tears in his eyes so he's like trying to swipe them away i'm so wiping i wipe the tears under his eyes you as you're saying like you gotta go kid come on you do hear footsteps coming towards the bathroom i hide i go i was never here you don't know i'm here this is a secret pinky promise he takes your pinky and he says okay pinky promise i won't say anything. i kiss him on the head and i lock myself in a bathroom stall and i put my uh put my feet up on the the seat good timing because uh titus opens the door and he says gabriel what are you you are taking so long why are you just standing there and gabriel's like i'm i know i'm I'm sorry daddy i just um yeah let's let's go you see through like the crack in the stall he takes his father's hands and, and heads back out into the dining room i relight my cigar in the bathroom smoke the entire thing and then i go back out and sit back down as you're passing by, you do see now, uh, you see that two tieflings have sat down at your family's table. One blue, one red. Music is purple, correct? Yeah, music is purple. Music is purple. Yeah, nice going on that one, DM. I just love color theory. <laughs> 
Anywho, the the blue one has sort of like ram's horns closely coiled towards his head and a a long flicking tail at the moment. And the the red one has uh, like scaled horns and a long what looks like scorpion's tail. Oh, that's fun. Just sort of like it keeps like twitching. Uh, they look they both look a little miffed, uh, though hmm. you can't really dis- discern why. You see them make eye contact with music and music waves at them, but keeps drinking her, her mimosas. And at this point, uh, Eurus comes back with your plate and she says, we thought maybe you might have been a little bit of a, a, a dine and dash. Glad to see you're not. Welcome back. It sets your plate down for you. I thank her and I eat quietly, pay for my food, and I leave. <laughs> As you're heading out, you see two more folks come in. Two older Furbolg women. <laughs> it's fine. Come in and, and ask... Um, you you hear them ask for uh, sorry reservations with the Glowkeepers and the Far Lakes and the the hostess checks her list and is like oh of course right this way right this way welcome uh, Moonflowers I want a wild shape and smile on them so bad I mean you can no I don't I, I want to join the group so yeah I kind of just I duck my head when they walk past like especially and like pull my hood up uh, walk past and I book it back to where my buddies are yeah i will say as you're coming out you probably meet july and victor coming out of the lucky lantern hop in but you're gonna go commit murder we have a we have a code red my parents are here oh shit oh no and also all three of my siblings and they're having lunch with music and Faye's parents right now that's worse news than i have to give i'm sorry Faye's family still on good terms with yours apparently do they know you're here? Did any of them, like, recognize you? I talked to my brother, but I told him not to tell anyone that I'm here. Well, is he a snitch? He might be a snitch. I made a pinky promise. What kind okay. of kid breaks a fucking pinky promise? He's a kid? And, okay. Well, then... I'd do it for a buck. Victor, you're not a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can your brother be bought? <laughs> <laughs> so what, guys, what, what are, wait, what are you guys doing? We're investigating. Yeah, we're helping Gavri investigate, and I'm April. <laughs> I hold out my hand. Sorry, what the- have you already, like, transformed? No, no. I'm just practicing. Okay. Sorry, what the fuck? I can explain on the way. Right now, what matters is that Danielle and Edward asked me to investigate the disappearance of their daughter, and the lead we have is Parik, and I don't like him very much, so I invited July to help me break his knees. The girl had a secret boyfriend, and Ooh. and I'm assuming that Victor, like, read everything to me, so I also, like, heard all yeah. the information, and we communicated like, that to Safria. So, yeah, so apparently, like, I think that she told him that she had, you know what? And then, like, he, her he got really upset, and then he didn't want anything to do with her, and then pretty shortly after that, she disappeared. So I think we're thinking that maybe he ratted her out to the feds. Yep. I've never heard the name uh, Porik, right? No, you have never heard the name. Okay. I'm assuming he's just, like, from here, because apparently Danielle, like, said that he works at the mine, so I think we were going to go see if we could, like, catch him as he was leaving. I have Zone of Truth. I also have Fireball, so this really could go either way. (laughs) Okay, let's, let's go do that. Anything is better 
than what I just heard. So let's go. Did they say something mean about you? Apparently I was supposed to be arrangedly marriage to music. <gasps> what the fuck? When was yeah. that called off? And you never knew? No, I just found I overheard the conversation. I don't think I'm ever supposed to know. Huh. Unless that's set up. I wonder why. I wonder when that got called off. I wonder why. I'm going to take a hard guess and say that I joined a cult. Oh, well, that has to stop <laughs> some people, probably. I mean, it kind of depends on, like, what music... Like, okay, because let's assume that music's family called it off because you joined a cult. It's that thing of, like, if music's family is seeking, like, fame and power, a cult could bring you that, right? So that might, like, make you, like, more eligible. Or maybe they called it off because you started dating Fei Lin and, you know, they thought that that was going to be, like, what happened, so... I don't think that's how cults work. I don't think you join a cult and get higher praise unless you found the cult, but then you're not joining, you find you found. If you get really high up in the cult, guys, there are some really convincing pamphlets that people pass out. I was really high up in the cult. I think we should put that out there that I was really high up in the cult. (laughs) There's some really convincing like pamphlets that my grandfather's read to me. And it's like, you know, if I didn't have anything better to do, like, you know it's it's like you join and then you know if you recruit three more people then you okay. get like more july i'm so happy you're walking with us right now <laughs> why oh because, <laughs> because i won't join a cult, cult. Yeah. i don't think i would have well i might have like after my grandfather died and i didn't really have anything to like do with my life but like now i won't unless you guys want to join a cult and then i'll really think about it victor looks over at sephria he I mean, just if looks. You really think about it. This I just heard of the three of us. This is kind of, kind of like a cult. I yeah. feel like a cult like needs a cult more than three people. Aw, dude, friendship is a cult. Yay! Friendship is name. a cult. Yay. Title of the episode. Yep. Okay, so do we want to go beat the shit out of a terrible boyfriend? But like, yep. maybe he's not. Maybe that's like a misunderstanding. I doubt it. We're gonna find out though. Well, yeah. I feel like it's my job in the group to, like, give people the benefit of the doubt. I feel like that's, like, my role. True. You're so I'm going to keep doing that. But, yeah, let's go. Let's okay. see if we can find this dude. Do we have a picture of him? Like, do we know what he looks like? You don't have a picture of him, but, Victor, you do know, having dealt with numerous folks uh, and just doing business, you know that Pork is a, is a dwarven name, mm. at the very least, which is not necessarily uncommon here or, or remarkable here, but it is something. Okay. I'm writing this down. He had a stall in the market, right? He had a stall in the market. You know, he gave her fine jewelry. It's po- it's possible that it might have been from his own craft. Okay. But you're not sure. There's nothing There's nothing concrete. So could we go through the market to get to the mine thing where we're going to look up the names? Yeah, you can, you can get there to, uh, before you get to like check in. You see numerous different stalls, some of them with just like uh, finer gemstones and things like that. Some of them are metalwork. You do see a jeweler's stall, but there's a woman working it. It's not, it's Mm -hmm. not a Porik for sure. Okay. Should we ask if she knows Porik? I think we should go to the mines first because we're sure he works there. Like this might be just a random jeweler. Yeah, for sure. So you you head off towards like the check-in at the base of the mountain. You see a young half-orc running the the logging desk, very much nose in a book, chair kicked back, not really paying attention. Is he cute? <laughs> cute in like a rugged sort of way. Do we oh, wanna... oh. oh god. Do we want to sneak past him or do we want to try to talk to him? No, we want to ask, right? Yeah, because we actually don't know what this dude looks like, so never mind. 
Yeah, that too. Okay, wait, sorry. This is this is not important, but can I roll to try to read what the title of the book that the guy's reading is? Oh god, sure. <laughs> Bet you hope I fail this one. A nat 20! <laughs> Dude. Um, Please tell me he's reading about something I know about on a nat 20. <laughs> book about Tippert. It's a romance novel. I I was gonna say, please make it be a romance really? novel. The title is Love at the High Seas. Have <gasps> I read it? Roll for it, sure. <laughs> Roll to see if you've read it. Evens, you've read it. Odds, you haven't. Okay. 17. Okay, you have not read it. it. It's one of those really, really shitty romance books with, like, a naked dude in the, the front cover. Like, just I the, love the a shitty romance book. Oh, yeah. I to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's sort of a, a, a shitty little, like, pirate romance. Oh, I love it. Love at the high seas. You get the sense it's, like, a like a Tippert-based pirate novel. Ooh. Okay, I look at the guys and I say, okay, can I go try something? Sure. Okay. Yeah? I nod at them, and I'm like, I can do this. You can and do I this. I nod at them. And then I turn around, and I walk up to the counter, and I say, hey, is that book any good? You see the half-orc's uh, face sort of blush this, like, tealish, greenish tint. And he closes the book pretty quickly, sliding one hand in between the pages and one hand, like, on top of the cover to sort of just, like, cover it. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, it's nothing important. It's just, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's my herbology textbook. Well, that's cool. I actually, I haven't read that herbology book, but I, I know a lot about herbology because uh, I'm from Tippert, actually, which is known for, like, herbology. Do we, it's not weird. I don't think it's weird that you're reading that book. I think it's cool. <laughs> you see, he, he realizes that he's been made and he is like, Look, it's 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 really it's it's the second one in the series, and I just like I look, I really like this author. And uh, what's the author's name? You don't have to justify yourself to me. I can't really read, so <gasps> how did you? I mean, it says love on the high seas. Those are all words that I come into contact with a lot, like in Tippert. But I don't have a very, I can't like read a book, but I can like recognize individual words. So. Oh, okay. No, that that makes sense. Definitely, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a good book. I, I'd recommend, you know, either having someone read it to you or or like. It, it's 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 decent. Uh, aside from from my reading habits, uh, what can I do for you? I've never seen you around here before. Yeah, I'm actually. Um, I'm in town for the wedding. I'm a friend. Oh, of, like it very distant friend of one of the brides but i got an invite which is pretty cool that's lovely yeah it's really cool um but i'm actually here to meet up with another friend that i know in kisa his parents like are friends with my parents his name is um okay. oh gosh what is it porik apparently we like well we've never met but our parents think that we'd get along great and so like my parents were like oh when you go for the wedding like you should try to find this guy and I asked around about him and they said and well somebody said that you know he works here so you know I thought that maybe I could like catch him and just like say hi oh yeah I, I mean I think you'd like pork he's a pretty he's a pretty chill chill dude cool He's he's been a little quiet though. He an unfortunate tragedy has been 
around for for a, a couple months now um his girlfriend went missing uh he's been really quiet since then though I, i'm not sure oh, if you'll catch no. him in a good mood okay well you know bad things happen all the time my grandfather just died like a month ago and it was like really upsetting oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> no it's okay Are you... i don't think it hurt probably <laughs> my god <laughs> Why this half orc is so wide eyed and is just like oh he was lost at sea. It happens a lot in Tippert. Oh, you know I could I could see that happening. The book actually no, sorry, this is real life and I'm reading fiction. No, I can't, that's I can't no, compare I think that it's to really real experiences. Cool when people read. I think that's like that's a really cool skill that like I'm trying to get better at. But I think it's really cool when other people. I actually have a friend who reads a lot of books. She's so smart. I love listening to her tell me things that she reads in her books. This is great. Oh, I'm I'm glad that you have someone like that for you. That's really that's really something. <clears throat> you, you see, he he clears his throat and puts on like his his sort of like customer service voice. Mm-hmm. And I up. He's like, well, <clears throat> let me see. I don't think Porix checked in today. He starts flipping through his logbook. He's like, mm, no, he's he's scheduled to come in in like a couple minutes. Uh, I I think he's actually no, he's running a little late. It would seem, but. You can either wait for him here with me, or you can. I can tell him you stop by if that's something that interests you. I mean, if you don't mind me waiting, maybe you could tell me about this book you've been reading. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's like that. July throwing game. You see, uh, his face kind of flushes anew again, and he uh, goes on regaling this tale about um, two star-crossed lovers mm-hmm. um, from different um, pirating crews yeah. uh, on the high seas of, of Tippert, and one of them has a tragic backstory where where his mother was lost at sea, with hence the knowledge that he, he has. Right. I don't have the heart to tell him that pirates aren't really a thing in Tippert. Like, I, I don't want to break that for him. Like, at least in inner Tippert anyway, I don't want to break his heart like that, but I'm just like, Wait, can we go back around to you saying your grandfather got lost at sea? Is that what you said? I said that, yeah. That's never what ha- I thought he was just old. No. <laughs> no, he was drowned. I don't know what happened. The boat came back without him. Oh my god, I thought he was just old. No. No. I'm shook. I-, I-, I also thought he was just old and died of old age. He could have had a heart attack and, like, fallen overboard or something. I'll never know. But that doesn't haunt I'll a never lie. know. <laughs> That's so funny. I mean, because when he died, like, we would have put his body out to sea anyway, because that's like... Right. So, it's like, he didn't want to wait around for us to do it. Just like my grandfather, you know, if he could do something himself, he'd go ahead and do it. Aww. Safri is staring at Victor in, like, like five feet away, like... <laughs> Victor is staring back at Safri, like... <laughs> Holy shit. July telling this hot stranger about the first time a dead body ever washed up onto the beach when she was like five. And that's when I learned what death was. <laughs> July, I need you. This guy does definitely start um, asking you questions about like what life is like in Tipper. And as that's happening, uh, you watch him simultaneously start checking folks in. Uh, you see he actually has them signing stuff as well. Like he has them sign like like a small slip of paper. You can roll to read it if you want because he doesn't really explain it, but like read it in passing. I'll ask him. I'll be like, oh, what are those? Oh, the glowkeepers, you know how they are about, about business. I'm sure you might have heard. But he, um, Emil Glowkeeper uh, has requested 
that any miner entering the mines, as of a couple weeks ago, start signing a waiver, uh, ensuring that they understand what exactly they're signing up for, what what they're what they're looking for, because of everything going on in in the mines these days. So it's just it's just a precaution. It's my job to sort of collect them and send them to to Mr. Glowkeeper. It should any families be like I was unaware that my family was going into the mines when there was this going on and it's like well actually this says they did do i how many people here can read it's like there are high literacy rate here yeah i mean most people can can read and if someone comes up and says hey i can't read this then i can dictate it that's kind of okay so it's not that people are signing something they don't understand no, no, gods, no. I would never support something like that. Are you kidding? I would would have quit immediately. Well, you know, a lot of people, like, it's really unfortunate, but the world that we live in, a lot of people have to do, like, really corrupt things just for the sake of, like, providing for their families, you know? So I wouldn't, like, blame you, but... That's that's true. I mean, it's just me these days, so Capitalism it's Capitalism not... is so fucked. Bites my lip. <laughs> Takes a drag of a cigar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Capitalism! You're not <laughs> You're not French. You're not French. French. You're not French. reminder that you're not French. She's French. <laughs> I actually am part French. That's really upsetting for you. You know, right? Okay. So anyway, I'm chatting him up. I'm waiting for this motherfucker to come in. As you guys are, are talking, uh, make a general perception check. Because you're watching all of these other people come in and you're still waiting for Park, and it's just, it's not, it hasn't happened yet. I think Sephra and Victor are like, a little bit 13. like they didn't go away did yeah yeah like around victor with your passive investigation uh you see a dwarf waiting by the edge of the trail sort of half hidden sort of not sort of like casually like smoking a cigarette but he looks nervous and he keeps glancing over down down the trail towards the check-in i'm watching him i, I don't necessarily approach but if he leaves that spot, I'm going to go after him. I, like, kind of poke Safria and, like, do a little gesture thing with my head. Like, look at that dude. If you're looking at him, he, like, at one point makes eye contact with you once he sees that you're looking, and he runs. <gasps> I, I am it on the him. chase. On the chase time. I'm on the chase. chase. Time. I mean, with your perception, you absolutely see your friends running down, back, out of the way. My friends are running, um... I'm like, Delight, get your ass over here. And then I run. I look at him and I say, my name's July. I'm staying at the Lucky Lantern. Write me. And then I, and then I run. <laughs> Write me. You can um, he's, fucking he's read. Like, he's like, we'll do. <laughs> Actually, no, he, you already said you can't read. He's like, but you can't read. Just okay. put simple words on there. <laughs> sure. I, yeah. No, I can do that. I hear the yelling and I'm just like, I'll transcribe it. I was going to say, my friends can read. And then I take God, focus. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm right ready. all right who has the highest movement i'm just curious unless you all have 30 and then it'd be really funny for me i have 30 I unless have 30. turning into some kind of animal makes me faster but i also think it'd be fucked up if i just turned into an animal right here in the middle of the town square yeah that'd probably be a little fucked up yeah uh is there anything in specific that you're trying to do to like catch up to him or are you just like trying to like cut through alleys and whatnot can i do anything swag to make me faster um i don't think i can i i was gonna think just just dashing. Just a dash action. If I can safely misty step? I think you follow him like into like a back alley, which is at a point in which you could misty step if you so please. Yeah, I'm misty stepping. Because don't I get like a free once a day misty step? Uh, 
yes, that is correct. I believe as an Eladrin, that is something. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Yeah, you stop like in front of him. Is that what happens? Yeah, I I miss his step right in front of him. I grab his arms, put him behind his back. Grapple. Well, I was gonna say, can I grapple check him? Because I have really good strength. I think let let's let Safria do it first, just because she got here first, and mm-hmm. then this will this altercation will give you time to catch up. Um, what's grapple? What is that? Athletics. Big money, no whammy. Ooh, fifteen. Uh, my guy rolled a seven, so you managed to like. I put my knee in his back and I push him on the ground. And I like hot. Fucking shit! What? What is wrong with you? I make Where the rules. Come from? <laughs> Are you cop? No, I'm not a fucking cop. She just has a lot of issues. Hi. <laughs> why are you at my? Why are you waiting for me at my job asking about what is happening right now? You this is illegal. Friend. What? Here, I, okay. my, my, I do what? My heel is in his neck. Let Victor do the talking. I'm like, I'm so amped up. I'm just like putting my boot in his neck. Okay, okay, hey, hey, that's too much. That's too much. I would like to like <laughs> grapple him in a way that lets him like sit up, but like I'm firmly holding him with my buff fishing muscles. I'm being fucked up about it. Yeah, I I will say it is as easy as passing it off from from Safria to July. I'm not gonna make another roll. Safria's like, huh? Mm-hmm. I was doing something. Victor approaches, and he like the guy's sitting down, right? Yeah, the guy's sitting down now. He leans down about like to to look him in the eye, and he says, "Well, good evening. I am Victor Event, and I'm investigating the disappearance of Eleonora. You were the last stranger she talked to. Apparently, I would like to ask you some questions, if you may." And he gives like this shit eating grin, like. Like, he knows. He looks at Ferg like, I know what you did last summer, and you better speak up. <laughs> this is so true. I look at Victor and I say, do you want me to do the thing that makes him tell the truth? Not yet. Okay, I won't. Tell the truth, you bitch! We know what you did! <laughs> Pork is looking at you, Victor, and he's like, I recognize you. You're that little shithead from Orland, right? The guy doing those, like, investigations. I crack him on the back of the head. You don't call my friend a shithead. I get a boner. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he like winces and is like, oh, fuck. Be polite. I'm just saying that he does charity cases for those freaking casters in Orland. Right? Am I right? Who told you that? I want to like hold his chin with my hand and just like make it so his like neck is exposed and be like, nah, you're going to respect my friend. No, it's okay, July. I want to know why he heard it. And then Victor's like looking at him straight in the eyes. Like, where did you hear that? Uh, he's like straining against July and he's like, can't have much respect for someone working pro bono in fucking Orland. I mean, you could be making bank, man. You could be. And I know you do with with certain. I mean, you have a reputation is what I'm saying. It's not hard to figure out. I magically appeared in front of you pushed you to the ground like a little fucking worm that you are, and you decided to talk shit to the three of us, who could beat your fucking puny ass in a second. So, I think you better think about what your options are here. You watch him with, like, a shit-eating grin, and he shouts from this alleyway, Lucasta! Wait, no, can I cast silence? Can I cast silence? If I'm holding, if I'm holding... If you're holding, if you're holding his mouth, yeah, no, in my hand, and I can feel him open. You feel him screaming. You feel him, yes. 
Yeah, you feel him, like, take that deep breath. Then I would like to cast silence. Can his mouth still move so I know what he says? Yes, I think so, but what is the save that I'm making? For the duration, no sound can be created within or passed through a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within the range. I'm just going to center it, like, on him. Anyone inside the sphere is immune to thunder damage. They are deafened while entirely inside of it. Casting a spell that includes a verbal component is impossible there. So I see him open his mouth and start to scream. And my my long-ass fingernails, like, dig into the skin around his chin. And I, just looking at him without saying anything, just close his mouth for him. And I shake my head at him. And then I basically, I look at Vic, uh, Victor and Safria and I'm saying it, but there's no sound and they can't hear me. I'm like, you're going to have to use message. I message cantrip him. I was like, no cops can help you now, but Victor is going to use telepathy and he's going to look in the eyes of the guy and he's going to use telepathy to say, shake your head. Yes or no. Did you sell Eleonora to the council? He spits in your face. I cast burning hands. Roll I, damage. Roll, no, roll the hit and then roll damage or whatever. You, you have, have to, to roll. Do. I save. I save. You have to say, dex. dex. Wait, but he's grappled, so he fails a dex check, right? Yeah. No, he absolutely. He. Yeah. Fuck uh, you. Should a, I do it higher it. level or should I just do first level? No, no just do just do tiny, tiny damage. Tiny. Okay, I'm gonna cast burning hands, and I'm gonna tell you how much damage I do. I do nine fire damage to him. I grab his shoulder and my palm just... Actually, no, I grab his, his exposed neck. Oh, I guess I couldn't hear Victor's question. If Victor's no, but you just saw him spit on me. <laughs> yeah. Th- do that, and then I basically message, you want to try that again? Fuck you. You go to ask him a question, he's fully dead. <gasps> Commoners have four HP. Should I revive him? You gave him nine hit points. He's revive dead. Revive him! Revive him! Bring him back! I look, I look at the group and I just go... <laughs> I mouth fuck. Wait, I actually, I don't have to revive him. I have, um, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have, um, <laughs> we're horrible I'm... people, yay! No, we're slaying. I have speak with dead. <laughs> no, but we need him alive so he can confess to uh, the prince. Ooh. I can't believe I'm wasting, I don't have a diamond. You don't have a diamond. Can somebody run to the market real quick and get a thing? In a minute? No. We don't have enough We don't have you enough, have enough gold time. for a diamond. One of you guys doesn't that have too. a diamond on you? Doubt it. I s- severely doubt unless, it. Unless Safria <laughs> has like a fun bracelet she can pull a diamond out of. I don't think so. Unless you decided to like, I don't know, steal Feylin's fucking rock of a ring. But in a minute? <laughs> he thinks not. In a minute, and also, I don't want to- It's not worth it for this dude, but it's fucking annoying. Damn it. I just- The plan wasn't I to kill him. I lethal damage. I wasn't trying to kill him. I know you weren't trying to kill him, but consider that flames to the neck um, would kill a normal person. I don't- I'm not trying to be an asshole. I don't want to be an asshole. I'm just, just trying- just I also am trying to figure out a way. A first degree burn. A, a little- Hey everyone, this is Emmett. I'm currently editing the episode, and apparently our recording program crashed at the absolute worst time, and we lost like three minutes of audio where a bunch of stuff happened. So since we don't have that audio, and I can't really edit a way around it that makes sense, I figured I would just really quickly explain to you what you missed. So after the group accidentally killed Porik, 
Alyssa decided that July could use her spare the dying cantrip to stabilize him instead of all the way killing him. Then the group decided that they would put him in the bag of holding, which someone can be inside of and breathe for up to 10 minutes if there's only one creature in there. So they decided to put him in the bag of holding and find somewhere to go within the next 10 minutes where they could take him out, wake him up, and interrogate him. Also, during this bit, we named the bag of holding Susie. I think that was Trinity's idea. I do think it is something that comes up in later episodes, which is why I wanted to say it now. Anyway, sorry for the confusion, but thanks for bearing with us. Now back to the show. Uh, I think we should go to the Careless Cavern because it is the shithole. And the one probably, where no one is. Yeah, no one's going to care. All right, I'm down for that. If we pay extra, they might keep quiet. And Lord knows we will pay extra. So you head to the Careless Cavern, which is uh, down a few more like back alleys, but you do manage to get there within like 10 minutes. You are met with a halfling woman who uh, looks to be scribbling in a notebook at the desk. We need a room. How much doesn't look up? How much what? How much room or how much? What are you looking for? One room. One room? Great. Says that will be, uh, that'll be 10 copper. If we start torturing someone up there, will you guys keep quiet about it, or is that an extra fee? Uh, you see, at this point, she does look up, raises a slight eyebrow at you, and says, We're really into BDSM. Gonna pretend you didn't say that, and do whatever the fuck you want, so long as you give me 10 copper. I give her 11 copper, and I make my way up. Delightful. As I walk by her, I say, you have beautiful eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you quietly hear her mumble something along the lines of, I think I'm in hell. Am I in hell? <laughs> Literally every single time I work in, like, go to my minimum wage job, I am this woman. <laughs> yeah. Imagine imagine working in public service and you meet us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. She directs uh, you upstairs to room 13. Ooh, lucky number 13. I say this to her. Just go to your room. What are you, my mom? And I go in the room. Stop. Ew. <laughs> yeah, so you can you can dump this man out of the bag now, if you so please. I dump him out of the bag. How much time do we have left? Oh, no, sorry. He's out of the bag. We should tie him up, though. Before no way. We... I'm saying, should we formulate, before I dump him out of the bag, should we formulate a plan? We can put him out of the bag and tie him up. He won't wake up until we heal him or until right. he sleeps for eight hours. That's true. I dump him out true. of the bag carelessly. His head hits the floor. I am very good with tying knots, so I would like to be the one to, like, tie him up. I have, like, rope in my backpack, so. Be my guest. I think we all have rope. It's just kidding. Okay, well, Slash. did you guys work Slash on Jay. rope? I'm, I'm unsure life? if I have rope because I have chosen the writing supplies. Okay, so you can make a, either a sleight of hand or survival, yeah. Can we give advantage if we're helping? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, I rolled a one and a I rolled a two and then a nat one, but I still Dude. have two of my luckies today. So I'm my third roll. Come on. Jesus. Okay, that's a 12. Okay. You think they're good knots? I I wake up Salil out of out of my like bag and or out of my coat and I'm like, okay, you're good cop, I'm bad cop. Oh, we also before we tie him up, I'd like to search him. And if he has any, like if he has anything on him, we should take that all off. That's smart. Probably has a knife on him. You see, he actually he did have like a pack on him of like mining equipment and and, and stuff like that because he was going to work. Make a make an investigation check just to see what you find. Uh with advantage because you have all the time in the world. Investigation? Yeah. 
the guys shown as Sonmei. That's 15. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with advantage, right? Yes, you are. I got a six. So no, I didn't get an at 20 if anyone's wanting to know. I got an at 20. <laughs> God Holy damn it. Sh- oh, <laughs> yes, God. Plus you have insane, you have an insane bonus, don't you? I have plus four. It's oh. like Victor's character sheet is pretty mediocre. The most impressive thing is eight, is 18 charisma. Oh my God, you. It's all he got. Jesus. Okay, this is Everything great. So here's here's the mundane things you find. You find a dagger, uh, a couple of them actually. One hidden in his boot, one more obviously in his holster. You find gold on him, equating about 10 gold. Yeah, I'm stealing that. Great. <laughs> you find a small pressed flower in a locket. Like like baby's breath, small locket. It, it looks to be of solid, uh, solid silver for sure. Hmm. And you note that the uh, the inscription on the the locket is in dwarven, but Victor, you can read dwarven. I um, can read dwarven. Why the fuck can you read dwarven? Can I try to read it. You can try to read it. I read dwarven because I pretend to be a lot of people. Okay, it's a very okay. popular language. And you see, it just says quite simply, my heart. Barf. Oh, that's so sad. He killed his girlfriend, guys. We don't need to be this sad. Yeah. <laughs> It's sad because he did it. On his upper forearm of his left arm, you see a tattoo of of just a single eye looking very similar to the council symbol oh, that they far. have on their shields. Is that common? Do people get those for fun? He has a Blue Lives it's- Matter tat. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like the equivalent of getting like either like the American flag on your <gasps> arm or like, like it's like a patriot sort of thing. It's not Me necessarily- and my thin blue line. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like a thin blue line sort of shit. This guy sucks. I hate him. Okay, so yeah, that's that's all you find if that is sufficient, unless you're looking for anything else specifically. I'm gonna, like, hold on to the locket thing. Okay. I bet her parents will recognize that. The locket? Yeah. Or maybe he was gonna give it to her. I also have a little plan for it when he wakes up. I'm gonna hold it hostage. Do you, do you guys want me to wake him up? Sure. Yeah, if we searched it all thoroughly, thoroughly. Then I'll slap him awake. I'm using a spell slot, but can I just heal him for one? Yeah, you can heal him for one. So he very, he very slowly comes into consciousness. Actually, sorry, I'd like to heal him for three, just in case one of us wants to hit him really hard. Thank you. I was going to ask that you do that. Just heal him for a little bit more so one slap won't knock him out. Uh, you see him slowly rise into consciousness and he stares at you and he's like i'm not where i was when i got fired fire hit no you're not you're so intelligent good job buddy you want a gold star oh go fuck yourself i would love a gold star oh i'll give you a gold star safria oh thanks safria what are your other names i wonder i know that's victor event well how about you honey ew i slap him (laughs) (laughs) or maybe we should take it easy on the damage He's made a paper. I'm not going to make you roll damage for that one. I just want to slap him. You bitch slap him and he like spits out a little bit of blood on the floor. Good, bitch. Well, Porik, you seem to know a lot. Would you care to explain what's this? And I hold up the locket. I'm a jeweler. I make things all the time. That means- Why is your heart written on it? Who's your heart, Porik? Would you like to tell me? Nobody's my heart. You're someone's heart? Can you just zone of truth him already? And 
no, no. Uh, oh, no. This is interesting. <laughs> Victor opens up the locket and holds it up for him. Can you read? Can you read? I can read. I, I actually pride myself on being literate. Thank you. Well, and he like holds it up a little bit more. Who gave you that? Where'd you get it? My sister. Oh, you have a sister. You're in a relationship with your sister? No. Ew, gross. Well, we thought you were nasty, but God. God, we knew you were a creep. This is a lot. If your sister gave you that, you must mean a lot to her. And it's really important that you go back home, isn't it? You don't know me and you don't know where my sister is. So I feel fine giving that information up. Thank you. Do you think I can find out? I'm Victor Event. Are you really sure I cannot find out? I'm sure you've had plenty of cases that you haven't solved. Maybe you might be the next person nobody's going to find. So speak up or, and he tosses the, the thing to Safria. I catch it. And I, I it's like, I kind of turn over my hand and I'm like, do we think maybe music Glowkeeper might know who your sister is? Because you work for them. Because you work for them and I'm pretty close with her. That child isn't isn't even involved in the business her ditzy head is too busy worrying about the wedding yeah i do agree i don't like her i never said i liked her i just said i was close with her i just cast zone of truth on him yeah this is a lot yeah i'm planning on killing him after this so victor can i go ahead okay i would like to cast zone of truth on him so he's trying to make a wisdom save and he's blue lives matter so his wisdom cannot be that high what is uh what is your dc Sorry, it is a charisma. Well, blue, so the charisma's got to be even lower if he's Blue Lives Matter. Real. The save is a 17. I got 18. Damn it. He saves. That's okay. I'll cast it again. <laughs> he fails that time. Nice try, dumbass. <laughs> You're so strangely insulting for a little girl. You're so weirdly horrendous for a little man. How do you fit so much hate and evil in that body? You think I'm pretty? <laughs> Yeah, do you think she's pretty? You think I'm pretty? You'd be more attractive if you were quieter. I slap him. <laughs> that's so funny. I love making funny, a dick. Though. This is great. And that's, he, he, he clarifies that. He's like, that's not a woman thing. That's not because you're oh, a thanks. woman. I want you to be quiet. I'm glad. That's just, I'm glad you're I'm a feminist. Oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> big <laughs> feminist move to kill your girlfriend. I didn't kill my girlfriend. Then what did you do to her? But you sold her. I didn't sell her. That's, what? Do you think I'd. What exactly do you think I did? You are the last person that saw Eleanor. How was that day in detail? Victor, I want you. Last time I saw her, she came to my booth crying uh, and asking for me to talk. It's the only time a woman's ever come to you. <laughs> Jesus. He's like, okay, fuck you too. Zinga, go on. <laughs> Get his ass, Safria. <laughs> Last time I saw her, she was crying, asking me to talk to her. And after everything she showed me, I'd rather not associate with people like her. What'd she show you? What do you think she showed me? No, I want you to tell me. We're stupid, remember? We're just little girls. You have to explain it to us like the big, tough man you are. Yeah, we can't do anything. She tried to attack me with magic. Really? Or are you just too stupid to know that she was maybe not trying to do that? I don't know. It was big and bright and flashy, and I'd rather stay the fuck away from anything that powerful. I know when to fuck with things. You're a coward. You're an absolute coward. You told me about how I could be making bank, and you sold the woman who loved you most for free. 
You're pathetic. It wasn't free. So you did sell her. They did sell her. Selling is not the, I didn't off, it's not in the technical thing in which you buy like goods. I didn't, I didn't. If we're talking technicals, my friend just killed you. So if we're talking technical, she could do it again. You better be straightforward. Stop messing around and answer our questions straight forward. Can I maybe like magically, based on the description he gave of her spell, can I like roll an arcana check to see if I can recognize what spell she tried to cast? Yeah, sure. Can I help? Yeah, for sure. I'm 22. Okay. You get the sense that this big, bright, and flashy falls under a lot of spells, but you think judging by the description that Victor gave you, it uh, it's possible that it was just something like fairy fire or like the light cantrip you or something stupid motherfucker something soft and mundane that wouldn't have hurt him in the slightest can i use a, my minor illusion to like make a similar light effect i'm like did it look like this you watch him sort of like flinch back or try to with his ropes he's like fuck yeah stop what is wrong with you yeah you're stupid that's not doing anything you're fucking stupid you're fucking stupid. It's magic. It's gonna hurt you. Oh, is, is this hurting I, you? Oh, I pass it through him. Oh, yeah. I'd like to turn on the light cantrip and just like, like shine it over his head and be like, oh, ow, does that hurt? Me and me and July are just pulling these like orbs of light through him, being like, oh, are you scared? Ow, we're killing you. Oh, we're no, killing you. So bad. Oh, ow. Ooh. We'd start doing it to each other. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> After after uh, a moment, you <laughs> uh, as this is happening, after five minutes of us doing that. Yes, truly, five uninterrupted minutes. Victor <laughs> keeps trying to make a point, and we keep interrupting him. Yeah, be like, ooh, <laughs> you, you bring like my my intimidation minus a hundred. <laughs> Nothing I can ever will tops that. <laughs> He's like, I didn't put a knife to her throat. All I did was I told Emil that someone might be interested in whatever business he was dealing in in the mines because i know he's connected and he said he'd take care of it that's all i gave them a lead so music's dad is actively going after casters Uh at least ones that work in kisa is music a caster you don't know oh i just assumed she was a bard okay genius you gave them a lead and what happens then uh, just pause real quick. Uh, Safra, you know Phelan's a caster. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Jules, what was your question? Victor said, okay, genius, you gave them a lead, and what happens then? I don't know what happens then. That she's gone. Whose fault is that? A whole three people will miss her. Yay. I doubt you're one of them. Nope. You're such a cunt. I'm so serious. Like, you're <laughs> It's good that only a few people miss her because it means that even less people are going to miss you. Do you have a mom that loves you? I do. I don't think that's true. You can't. (laughs) He's figuring out a way to lie in the circle of truth. You literally just cast a spell that apparently is supposed to make me tell the truth, which apparently it is. To be fair, he can only tell the truth to the extent of what he knows. Yeah, your mom doesn't love you. Okay. How big's your dick? (laughs) Fuck, it, fuck both of you, truly. Aw, you wish you could. Oh no, that hurts as much as that fucking light spell that we cast oh, earlier. Oh, ow. 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 I'd do it again. Ouch. Look, what do you want? You're going to kill me anyway, so can we just like speed the process along? Oh no, like... no, I'm not talking death. I'm talking, are you willing to talk to three people and admit what you did? 
No. I want to use telepathy and, you know, all the horrible shit Cabris did to me. I'm going to cast that into his mind. So you're, are you, is this your dissonant whispering him? No, uh, I'm going to threaten him with the image. Like, I'm not going to expose Cabris or anything. I'm just like, the feeling I felt, I want to like throw that into his mind, kind of. Yeah, you, you are able of replicating actually the sort of like night terror you had the night before of like just being strapped by tendrils, uh, something clawing at your skin. Of course, for him, instead of white, it's blood. But he he feels that. I'm going to roll something. Uh, you watch a grown man piss his pants. And I like, I, I, I keep my composure and I lean in and I say, do you want to try that answer again? Why would I speak to them when you're already going to kill me? I did that nothing. I don't win. I don't win ever. I don't not nothing in this situation leads to me winning. The situation is not about you. It's about the girl you killed and how you I didn't kill her. Shut up. And how you are to make up to her family. This is not about you and about your life. You are going to do what I'm telling you to do because I can do this the whole day. And you apparently cannot. And he points at the pissed pants. Oh, this. So, so when I tell them that she's a caster, uh, you think they're going to react favorably? Do you know for sure? Or do you think they might agree with me? It's possible. I'd be doing a mercy. I don't care. I need you to tell a family you made their daughter go missing. That's all I want you to do. Is it hard for you? No, I'm sure I, I will tell them that I submitted a, a caster to the council as my civil duty. Okay, then go change your pants. We're going there. No, leave the piss pants on. <laughs> the piss pants on? You don't deserve a, you don't deserve dry pants. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not gonna walk through town with a pissed man. Only only men that haven't killed their girlfriends deserve non-pissed pants. Uh, Get in you, the back. If so- <laughs> Hey, wait, 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 wait. Guys, I have a better idea. Well, because here's my thing. I don't want his gross pants in the bag, right? But he could walk through town with pissed pants. Right. And it could be a thing of like, hey, if you try to run, if you try to do anything, we know how to make it look like you cast a spell. And we're two cute young girls and a very highly respected detective. So we cry wolf on you. We're cuter than you. We'll win. Yeah, you're really ugly. You see, this is some. This is a prospect that genuinely scares him. Can I minor illusion make the piss stain bigger? Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do it. Perfect. I say so. Yeah. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna be arm in arm. And again, we are much smarter than you, so we know how to make it look like you try to attack us or something like that. I bet we could get you killed in the village square in front of that mom that loves you so much. Bet your sister will be there too, right? Yay! Have to roll something, father. Oh, yeah. that fuck. <laughs> yeah, roll something oh, for no. me. Oh no! I triggered Victor. <laughs> what would you like to roll? Oh, you want to roll like psychic damage for that? No, I'm gonna. I want to roll deception to keep my composure. Oh, okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. What are people? No, no, no. What are people's passive insights? Oh God, seventeen. Sixteen. Okay, so you both are aware of the fact that that comment specifically hurts Victor more than it would if for someone that wasn't that is unaffected. I want to like sleight of handy stealthily kind of just put my hand comfortingly like on his back, just be like, "Sorry about that. We'll fix that in a second. 
So yeah, we'll talk about that after we kill this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can talk about this after, but I'm in physical pain. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to kind of put my hand on his back, patting, and just be like, sorry, guy. Like, <laughs> okay. War's got a lot of casualties, but it's fine, it's fine. I know. I feel bad, but I do say that, and I'm looking at him, and I'm like, cool. So does that sound good? You gonna behave? All right, fuck, we're going. Oh. Okay, like fine. Piss boy, you are. Ah. <laughs> uh, did you piss your pants? Um, I bet you liked pissing your pants. <laughs> I bet you loved Ew. it. I bet you're really into it. Okay, okay. Are we gonna are we gonna go or are we gonna <laughs> just sit? Can and- we leave through the back door? Yeah, you can leave through the, the back door. I think it's so funny that you guys rented a room just to do this. Anyway. Yeah. Also, we rented the room on the shithole and we paid more for silence and no one saw us walk in with the guy. So truly it's the perfect yeah. crime. It's the perfect crime. I mean, you brought him in in a bag of holding that looks perfectly mundane. So I, it's exactly. not surprising to me. This, this is the perfect crime, uh, truly and deeply. Susan is the perfect accomplice. Let's get one thing straight. Amen. Okay, so you get to the Lucky Lantern. Yes. Yep. Knock knock. <laughs> we brought piss boy. We brought piss boy. You do not piss have boy. to knock. You can just come in. You see, uh, Edward is manning the desk. He looks at you looks at Porik and then looks at you, Victor, and says, why is this man in my establishment? Could you get Danielle, please? He has something to tell you. I- I to say, do you want me to just go ahead and put the close sign on the door for a yeah, minute? Like, please do. In, in private, preferably, yes. Uh, not that we private. will be getting anyone, I don't think, but yeah, just better safe than sorry, I'm sure. Yeah, I got you. I put the sign on, I lock the door. Yes. I kick his knees out from under him. <laughs> Yeah, he shouts back behind him. He's like, yell, we got something. Love, could you come come in, but please? Maybe love, my angel. My sweetheart, <laughs> my darling, we have someone. Danielle comes in pretty quickly and she's like, I feel like I walked in in a missing context. And Edward's like, nope, me too. Me too, for sure. <laughs> Go on, tell them. And he looks at the guy like, not much context. Your daughter's a witch, Mr. and Mrs. Bexley. I don't know if you were aware. You see, Edward has no reaction. Danielle looks surprised. Positive or surprised negative? Surprised neutral. Mm. Just surprised, period. Roll insight? Yeah, you can roll insight on them. Can I also? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna do that too. I got 19. Fair. 25. Oh, 19, 25. Uh, What was yours, July? (laughs) I got a 12. 12. 17, 38. July, you don't really know what to discern from their expressions. Uh, you're not really, really sure. It's just surprise. You get surprise. And then also a hint of anger of just like, what the fuck is this man doing in my tavern? Like part two. Victor, you look at them, uh, you look at Edward specifically and you see his neutrality at that statement. It's a look of resignation of someone who's been suspecting that sort of for years. who has been like, maybe things are adding up in his head. Like it's not full surprise. It's just resignation. Safria? You see, uh, you look at Danielle, um, and that surprise, now that you're looking at it, is more of a nuanced uh, surprise positive. Okay. Not of this man necessarily telling that, like, oh, my daughter's a caster. Like, it's not, it's the knowledge of, oh, my daughter's a caster. Aww. And then you see layers upon layers of, why didn't she tell me? What What did I ever do to make her oh. think she couldn't tell me? Like, you, you get that, that look. That is kind of what you discern from that. And Edward's like, 
I fail to see how that's relevant in, in her disappearance. Go, Edward. Tell the thing right. Like, you, like, give him a nudge to, like, keep going, and he's like, oh, okay. Look, she showed me her weird magic shit, and it freaked me out, so I turned her in. There. Are we happy now? Can I go? Or can I die? Well, yeah, I'm going to kill you. Not in front of these nice people, but... Uh, when uh, Safria says, I'm going to kill you, Victor, like, puts his hand on her arm, like, don't. Okay. All right. I'm holding. You see Edward comes closer, sort of face-to-face with this man, and he's like, who did you turn her into? Was it the councilsman? Did they Did they ask after her? Is that what happened and she loved you and it's it's that sort of righteous anger of like she loved you out of anyone that there could have been she loved you you sad sack of shit i want to message victor i want to ask should we tell them that she's dead i think they deserve to know that she's dead i don't want to keep them having false hope it's like oh we have a lead now i think they should know too, yeah but I'm not we should ask. we certainly should just Okay. Do you want to break the news or should I? I can do it. Okay. They're relying on me, but I'm going to deal with this guy first. All right. I trust you. Thank you. So you, you see uh, Pork, he's like, I turned her in to people working with the councilsman. That's yeah. That's it's, I'm sure the council dealt with her uh, quite nicely. I punch him. Are you going no, for lethal damage or are you just punching him? him? I'm never okay. going for damage. I just want to punch okay. the shit out of this dude. punch the shit out of this man. Okay, that's cool. He's like, oh, what? You told me to say what I thought to yeah, be the and truth. I'm, just I'm saying, saying you, what I thought to yeah, be the I'm truth. Because then you tell the truth, but I am going to punch you for saying out-of-pocket shit. Continue. It's out-of-pocket truth. Okay, settle. Settle, piss boy. Yeah, piss boy. <laughs> settle, piss boy. Settle down, piss boy. Oh my god. We'll bring out the light again if you start misbehaving. Ooh. 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 Edward's like, okay, en- enough. And you you see he's looking at you two like sorry. Like it seems distasteful. Okay, it is. Sorry. Yes. sorry. Really. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Why are um, we in trouble? You know what? Never mind. Delighted. Never mind. Not now. Nope. Edward's like, no one's in trouble. I I'm processing a lot right now in the little game that's happening there i just i don't need it right now if i could just i don't know if you know what it feels like to to lose a child i assume that none of you have have is she even dead no wait hold back you see edward's trying to process a lot of information at once and he's very frustrated and he like sort of like backs up and danielle steps forward in in his place kind of placing a hand on his shoulder and is like where is our daughter if you've turned her in? Is she is she in jail? She hasn't been on the screens. I don't I don't understand. And she's looking at the other two because Pork isn't answering. I will ask you to take a moment to calm down. I'll escort the boy outside. Julian Safra, if you want to go upstairs. Yep. I head upstairs. I really want to take care of this dude. No. And Victor takes Pork by the arm and leads him outside. And just when they get at the door, at the other side of the door, Victor is going to lean in to Pork's ear and he's going to say, you know, the best part of this whole deal is that no one's going to believe you. And I want to non-lethally dissonant whispers him. So he goes batshit. 
I'm just going to make the save on that because I, I want to see if I can. I think there is a save on that, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he got a, a whole fuck all on that. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, he, he fails. He looks at you wide eyed, realizing that he's being released. And that is the first concern for him. He runs. He runs away. His pants and all. I, I hope I damage his sanity enough. <laughs> Oh, severely. Oh, severely. I'm not going to like level it out into like psychic damage because you said non-lethally, but yeah, no, he's, he's ruined. You Thank ruined you. this man. And you can see it in his eyes okay, when he runs. That's what I wanted. <laughs> and Victor is going to go back inside to Edward and Danielle. Now that uh, Sephra and July are not there anymore, it's kind of more of a private moment for them to like take in everything. He sits down with them. And he says, well, back at Orlin, my friends and I, we found a facility where casters were being held by the council. We found documents that described experimentation on magic itself. And I do have reason to believe that, unfortunately, your daughter is deceased. God. You hear the most horrific gut-wrenching oh. cry come from Danielle as she sort of doubles over in this chair and is, is, is hugging her middle and she can do nothing but cry because her one and only daughter that she has been waiting for, waiting to see is, is dead and she has confirmation oh. of that. Edward, a little more reserved, still crying, says how long do, do you think she's been she's been gone we didn't we didn't have dates right for when people died not specifically uh you you see the date that she was last seen was for you guys now the date that she was last seen was probably about six months ago maybe maybe eight anywhere between that range uh and when she died her file was much longer than everyone else's they didn't really put death dates but you you imagine she had to have been in there for a month or two so maybe it's been like four to six months since she's been dead more or less victor says it might have been over two months one of the last people we found have has been there for about that long is there any chance that she's alive and, and, and somewhere? Or, or is, it, is it, that's it, we're done, that's... So far, it's all I've got. Unfortunately, I really don't think she made it out. He's hesitating like he's not sure if he wants to know the answer, but he says, the person you found, you found alive, yes? The only one, yes. The, their most recent capture, I should say. Based on what you saw from her, do you think my daughter died in pain? Fuck. I think she did go through a lot, but I cannot say how she was when she died. He starts wiping his eyes. I mean, I, I thank you for your service and for dealing with that boy. I just, I think we just, need a little bit to, to, to process. Of course. I'm truly sorry to be the one to deliver such horrible news. 
I want you to know that whatever you need and I can provide, I would love to be able to help further. Take your time. And he like he excuses himself and goes back to the room to like just give them privacy. Yeah, as you're walking back to the room, the only thing you really hear is Edward's sort of shushing noises of trying of trying to calm his wife and his wife's delirious crying. Don't blame her. God. Um, I'm literally shaking fuck off. <laughs> sorry. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. It's, it was needed. It was needed. I hate Porik and I love it that he's not ever going to be in peace again. Yeah, you you've definitely given him his comeuppance yeah. for sure. Death was too easy a way out. Real. He doesn't deserve death. Yeah, absolutely. So you head back to the room. It's getting getting kind of late. Do you do you turn in for the night or? I think it's gonna be hard to go to sleep after that. Wedding tomorrow. Wedding tomorrow. Wedding tomorrow. Fuck. Do we have clothes? I have a white dress, and that's it. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> white dress. I mean, you have your gala clothes. I can't rewear an outfit. Whole ass town, different. Because they know we they they have seen us in those outfits. If we turn up in those outfits, they're gonna be like, "Oh, it's the people that we know." Oh yeah, good point. Um, I think Victor packed up like shifting clothes, like clothes that are that are not exactly his his size because he was like anticipating have to do having to do it. You guys managed to pick out clothes, uh, whether that's dresses or button ups or or whatever the case may be. And we fill Safria in with the scribe apprentice plan. So she knows what uh, April and Gavri are doing. And if she wanted, if she wants to join in. What a fake name. Mm. What did I say my fake name was last to getting into the city? I don't remember. Oh, I don't remember. I remember people. I remember people. Yeah. The, the stupid shit no, okay. fits in my brain. Um, July, pick out a name for me. Let me pick out a name. Emmett, Emmett got the DM back at, at them. <laughs> Emmett fantasy name generator. I literally see your brain typing. You just got DM'd. <laughs> Kaya, um, Desiel, Niana. Oh, Bella Luna showed up, which is funny. I like <laughs> Kaya. Let's do Kaya. Cute. Are, are you okay. going to take up the Zalari last name? Are you going to be like apprentice yeah. siblings? Yeah, I'm siblings. Scribe siblings. Yay! It's just Yay! like the Trinavale triplets. Oh my god, we're triplets. Wow. Oh my god. That's a, so that's cute. That's our cover story now. We're triplets. We escaped okay. the circus. I love that for you guys. You figured out your fake identities. You figured out your 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 outfits. Um, is there anything else anyone would like to do before a long rest? Cry. <laughs> cry. Fucking cry. There you go. And the little there circle. The cry circle. I'm going to send my grandpa another sending spell that says I miss you. God. Fuck you. Now we're going to cry harder. Thank you. I'm going to say I miss you. Today was hard. I did my best just like you taught me. Fuck off and die. I hate you. Ouch. Give me a second. You hear back within like 20 minutes or so of this of the spell happening your grandfather's voice God! or like an echoey sounding form of your grandfather's it voice sound like it's underwater oh that's fun it does actually he says 
how is this possible? Look how much you've learned. Miss you to love you eternally. I'll message back. Met new friends. Learning new spells. Will message when I can. Do you know why mom dumped dad? <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. That's a thing. I mean, it's July. What else is she? No, I know. <laughs> met, new, met new friends, learn some spells. <laughs> Do you know mom dumped You know dumped why dad? mom dumped dad? Retweet. He has 25 words to convey why a marriage fell apart. <laughs> he only has 22 if he wants to end it with love you, kiddo. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is my new favorite game. <laughs> this is horrible. I never agreed with her choices on that. August deserved better. But... May was very scary. I couldn't even comfort her. I'm shaking July's shoulder like, tell him I said hi. <laughs> I look at her, I'm like, I'm out of sending spells. <laughs> I can't do I can't do another one until tomorrow. I'll tell him you say hi next time though. What the fuck's going on? I don't think oh, July like- told Victor about the sending spells. Oh, no, I haven't told. <laughs> and I'm just like, sorry, guys, I'm just asking my dead grandfather why my parents got divorced. I just stare what? at Victor. He stares back like, what? Well, I learned, you know, the sending spell. And I don't know the sending spell. No, guess... that's, not the, that's not the part that we're questioning. Well, <laughs> we're questioning why you're asking him why your parents got divorced. He would know, right? Maybe not. I mean, he wasn't there when it happened, I don't think, but he was there pretty shortly after, and I couldn't really get a straight answer out of May or August, so... It's a good way to use the sending spell. I just think it's weird to communi- communion with the dead. Not that weird. We've done a lot weirder we? things than like communion with the and dead. We drug a man around town and called him Piss Boy today. I feel but like he is a piss <laughs> good work, boy. gang. Sapphire immediately falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately passes out. Yes, I fall asleep as well. And I did have my vision right when I woke up. Okay, yeah, I go to bed. Great. Yeah, you guys have an uneventful long rest. The next morning, are we heading out to go to the wedding? Yep. yep. Great. It's wedding time. Right as you step outside the door, uh, there's a folded envelope in front of your in front of your door. Uh oh, that's for me. Probably not. I pick it up. Uh, you pick it up, Safria. Uh, you open it. You open the parchment, and it just says, "See you there." Can I read the handwriting? You know this handwriting. You you know this is Kalan's. Beat the shit out of you. Oh my god. You will And that is oh where we're on today. So I'm going to threaten another parent. Oh my god. I hate you. I love you, you too. Suck. I'm quitting this podcast. I know. Well, thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Roll for Rainbow or tweet at us using hashtag Roll for Rainbow. You can also find us all on Twitter. I am at NerdyBirdie6602. Trinity is at Trinity M. Foskett or at Tea Time Witch. 
Emmett is at Boy Scout Paladin and Julian is at Sonnet underscore art. Folks, any advice for our listeners? Don't pee your pants. Don't pee your pants. <laughs> don't be a fucking chauvinist dick. Yeah, right? exactly. Blue lines don't matter. Blue that's lines don't advice. matter. Fuck cops. cops. I think that's been our message like twice in a row. Not in a row, but yes. Top Town USA was also fuck cops. Yes, absolutely. Our most recent follower is Lil, L I L, at Xerox underscore Ox. Uh, any pronouns? No followers, no content, uh, but you're very cool and I like your cat. <laughs> uh, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting, thank you for supporting us. us. Thank you for being cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.